0: abnormal journey and I have to tell you that your Saturday training was great and we'd like to um, have you share with us a little bit tonight some of the keys to building the distribution network now as opposed to waiting so Chris needs no real introduction everybody knows who he is He's the president of Surge 365, and um, I count it my my privilege and pleasure to have the opportunity to work with him a lot. So, Dr. Coakley, I'm going to turn the the microphone over to you for you to uh, educate and motivate the team.
1: Well, well, Nick, thanks a lot for having me on, and. Uh... And I, and we absolutely appreciate your leadership and leading the way so many times over the years. And uh, and for you to take a look at Saturday's training and decide you wanted to bring it up close and personal for your team, I hope to, that everybody on the call appreciates that and uh, and take advantage of the information. What I tried to share on Saturday um and most of you I hope watched it. And if you didn't, go back and watch it because I, I can't do it just as on a conference call like you can getting it on winner's win. But what I tried to get everyone to understand on Saturday is the importance of building a company within a company. Because when you truly understand what makes network marketing, what makes multi-level marketing, whichever one you call it or you prefer, great is the fact that you're building a distribution center. And by building a distribution center, you're creating a business model that is, in essence, self it's, it's, it's uh, indestructible. Because even the unforeseen seems to be taken care of in the business model. And let me give you, let me, let me tell you what, give you an example of what I'm saying. Uh, we always talk about, when we talk about franchise models, something like McDonald's. And, you know, McDonald's became popular for the drive through window, but they also have always had a little dining room area. And, uh, and they put more over the years into their dining room area to even include a play area for the kids to get more people to stay at McDonald's and enjoy their food in McDonald's in hopes that they might even buy more than they initially bought. And so they began to pursue that philosophy, but they never, ever turned away from their drive-up window. Now, you take what's happened, a pandemic, with social distancing as its primary core, and all restaurants have to figure out now how to become takeout or curbside, some that had no takeout or curbside business at all. So the whole concept is new to them. While they all have to adjust, to try to build that side of their business. And statistics say 75% of restaurants will not make it through this pandemic. They won't come back. A McDonald's thrives because all it did was shut down its dining rooms and let its drive through windows do what it's always done. And it doesn't have to change anything because you're already in your car. You don't get out. So social distancing already takes place. You just have to make sure the transaction at the window is minimal with gloves and a mask, and you never stop running. Your business is full steam ahead. And when people don't want to cook or want something fast, you can, and you even can connect with the delivery companies, and all they got to do is drive through, pick up the food for someone, and door dash it to their house, or uber eats or whatever the company is that delivers can drive through and pick up your mcdonald's and deliver it so they've even added themselves to delivery services see their business never had to stop so now when you think about our business for a second we build a distribution center people like nick pagano people like myself we don't really book travel unless it literally attacks us If it jumps on our back, if it's a family member that won't let let up, if it's a friend that drives us nuts, you you know, we might try to book it or we'll refer it to one of you guys real quick. But for the most part, we spend our time, effort, and energy building a distribution center. But we're very aware that we have a travel business and we have people in our downlines who specialize and book travel and bring in a ton of revenue from the travel business. But we have business owners who run their business on a monthly basis, who pay their monthly overhead every month so they can be in business and earn $1,000 bonuses and $10,000 bonuses and $25,000 bonuses. And those people have nothing to do with booking travel. That's all about building a business. So now when this comes along, We've got a pandemic that requires social distancing. Well, we've got a business we've always said we can do with a cell phone and a laptop anywhere. We've shown the picture of just a person on a beach by themselves with a laptop and a phone for years. But also, even when travel got shut down to nothing, those of us business owners stayed in business, worked on self-improvement. Dealt with training, kept recruiting and preparing people for the comeback of travel. And our travel uh franchisers, our travel, uh, our, our team business owners continue to run and their business and pay their overhead, which means our leaders continue to get their overrides, continue to get their residual, to continue to get bonuses, continue. So if you built your business in the image of the company then you had both sides going you were never out of business you were able to deal with the social distancing pandemic and the fact that travel was shut down and yet you still got your residual check every month didn't you nick you still got your director pay every month didn't you nick
0: i did and and one one other interesting point on that is i've shared a little bit with my team you know March 1st, my wife and I were sitting pretty nice. You know, we had some money in the bank and we still do. But I, we were, we were in March 1st, we had three income streams. We had my financial planning business, we had my wife's clinic, and we had surge. After the pandemic hit and our governor shut down the state, she shut down my wife's clinic and all non-essential businesses, which include Financial planning. So we went from three incomes to one, and we're still fine because that one was surge 365. So, and, that, that, and, incredible. Point. Incredible.
1: and that's the and, and guys, listen to me. I know some of you go, but I just like book and travel, or I just like this. Guys, you're building and you chose this business model for a reason because if you do it correctly, it prepares you for all things. So don't come in and just do this or just do that. Build a business in the image of the company. Whatever the company does is the way your team should be built. So since the company recruits and develops leaders and books travel, your team should recruit and develop leaders and book travel. And if you've got people doing both, then now you have a business that's never stopped. It's not stopped by a recession. It's not stopped by a pandemic. It's not stopped by social distancing rules. It's not stopped by anything. And the bigger you build it in the good times, the the more you have standing in the bad times. So understanding the philosophy of the business you're in, first of all, has to be your motivating factor. Second of all, you can't ever stop building your business, recruiting and training and developing leaders, because you know that doesn't happen overnight. See, See, you can't. Wait till there's a war and then decide you're going to recruit and train some soldiers. Well, I mean, boot camp's two weeks. So, at the very least, you're going to get beat up at war for two weeks before you can even field a group of soldiers if you don't start recruiting and training until the war starts. See, the military recruits, trains, and develops leaders all year round. Hope a war never starts, but if one ever starts, we're always ready. In a matter of hours, we can have planes in the air and 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 the big sea whatever carrier plane full of tanks and troops and drop it off anywhere in the world. And we can, I mean, it's amazing what our military can do in short notice. But the reason why is because they never shut down recruiting, training, and developing they never shut it down because people need to be, keywords trained and developed. So we've been preaching this for the last two months during the pandemic. And some of you have adhered to it and you've kept your head down and you've kept recruiting. And a lot of you say, well, travel's shut down. I'll wait till it comes back and then I'll start back working hard. See, you just made a decision that you're not going to begin to recruit and train your soldiers to the war starts, Which chances are you're going to be dead before we get two days into the war. You're going to miss the momentum that causes you to win. And so what I was trying to get people to understand is, okay, that first two months is gone. And, and what's happening right now is the war is starting. Travel is beginning to open back up. And here's what you have to understand. Travel wasn't the largest industry in the world by accident. Travel is the largest industry in the world because travel is intricately woven through everything we do, business and pleasure. See, you can't build a successful international business that doesn't have an element of travel. You can't build import-export. You can't sell... uh, 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 Produce overseas or buy produce from overseas you can't get oil or ship oil you can't you can't do nothing that doesn't require some travel either tankers or planes or something's got to go across that ocean that's called travel something's got people have got to take things into other countries that's that's all a part of travel And so travel is a powerful, powerful tool in all aspects of business. And then even if you go to leisure, you know, our country is a country of immigrants. Most of the people here come from somewhere else. How are they ever to return and stay connected to their family members and people in other places if they can't travel? So most people in today's day and age don't live where they were born. Or the country they came from. So, so these are things that absolutely should indicate to you there will never be a successful world without travel. But here's the benefit of it: travel is so powerful that governments are willing to subsidize it, so that it not just comes back, but it's come come back bigger and better than ever. They're going to put in place all the things to make sure it's safe. They're going to put in place all the things to make sure the social distancing can happen. They're going to put in all those different things. But on top of that, they're going to subsidize. You know, I just saw a report that Hong Kong's going to pay half of your travel to come visit Hong Kong. I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Whatever the airline charges for airline tickets, the government's going to subsidize that by half. However many rooms you book at a resort, the government's going to match it. So if you book three, if you want to go for a week, you know, book three rooms, the government will give you three. They'll pay for your other three. And now you've got six rooms for the price of three. They're going to pay half for you to come to Hong Kong. And then I've started to hear other stories like that. Where the governments are going to subsidize your travel to get you to, they're going to make it so appealing that you'll be willing to take the risk that it's safe. And that doesn't come out of your pocket. It doesn't cost you any marketing dollars. They're going to do all the marketing for you. They're gonna do all the safety for you. Most of them are giving out masks, and that's gonna become a part of getting on a plane is you're gonna get sanitizer, you're gonna get masks when you when you when you show up to the airport. So you don't even have to buy them for yourself. They're gonna do all of that to bring back this trillion dollar industry that you get to participate in. But now here's something you've heard before, but people continue to ignore success is always going to be about right place right time take action see do i think that you can join surge anytime and do well i absolutely do no matter when you join you can come here and make money but there'll be a select group of people that build a legacy there'll be a select group of people that create wealth. There'll be a select group of people, as they've always been, that'll make millions. And you know the difference between people who join surge and make money and people who join surge and make millions? It's the people who take action at the right time. And, well, Chris, how do I identify the right time? When outside forces line up to create that timing see there's nothing you can do to create that time see when i joined this industry 34 years ago in 1986 there was nothing i could do to create that time and i joined and i went to work as hard as i can learning and doing what they taught me but then the stars lined up black monday happened the stock market crashed i was in the insurance and investment business i'm telling people buy term insurance and invest the difference in the market i'm telling people the dollar cost average buy low sell high you can't get no lower than a market crash and while everybody's panicking saying oh my god i'm going it's on sale the whole market is as low as it could ever get it's the stock market it's got to go back up or we got bigger problems so now's the time to buy, which means now the time to join so you can build a distribution network of people who teach people how to buy. Recruiting went through the roof, built a team of thousands who duplicated themselves, in thousands and thousands and thousands. I was a brand new vice president in, in, in 1986. I became a national sales director in 1987 with over 40 Vice Presidents in my team during that period of time. Was that that something Chris did special? Or did the stars line up and, and create a fertile environment that if I was just Smart enough to listen because I didn't figure that out. Somebody in my upline said to me, times now, run, here's why. And so I just started running. I don't know what they're talking about. My feet's moving. I'm 20 years old. I, didn't, I never invested in the stock market. I didn't have a lot of money. But I just started saying what they were saying and saying it to more people than anybody else. And I exploded my business, which created the opportunity for me to build wealth that that's what happened and so you guys have been insurgents some of you are thinking i've been here for a while and i've just been trucking along i've done okay i've made a little money but you know nothing too explosive it's probably going to be the same that's my career you might have been right till now but now all of a sudden outside forces has changed the world and created the most fertile environment to build a distribution network of independent contractors in the largest industry in the world has never been more fertile than it is right now. But it's if you realize that and run now. Now I know it was difficult over the last couple of months because travel was shut down 100% and people really felt like they didn't know if it was coming back. People didn't understand the intricacies that I just talked about of how travel is woven through everything. Some people really thought Travel's dead. And if it comes back, it's going to be years from now. Some people actually stopped doing travel and started looking for other things to do. Big mistake. See, if you watch my training last one, the last point I made, number 14, was your stand becomes your brand. See when you stand for something, that's the brand you're known for. See when everybody else said, "Oh, the markets crash, you guys are gonna go out of business," we stood for what we believed, and we said, "Go out of business. This is the best time to be in business." See when people said travel's gone, so those of you listen to me, you stood and you said gone this is the best time to build our army and distribution and make bonuses and make money and prepare and self-improve and train and support our people you took a stand and so now as this industry makes a comeback people are going to look at it and they're going to look for people who stood and survived when mm-hmm. it was down because they know you're the people that can teach them how to win when it's up But you got to do the work. See, guys, you got to make a decision that I got to flat get after it. I got a window of opportunity, and I don't know when the window's going to close and everything's just going to go back to normal. See, there's going to come a point where this whole pandemic thing's going to fade. There's going to come a point where travel is normal again, and nobody's scared to go, and everybody's booking tickets and. All the businesses are opening their international offices and all the countries are welcoming people. See, all that's going to happen. And when that happens, we go back to being served. Now, that's not a bad thing. We go back to being a company. You can make $1,000 bonuses, $10,000 bonuses, $25,000 bonuses. We go back to being a company. You can make $100,000 a year, $200,000, $300,000 a year. But the ability to make millions will become elusive again until the next time that the stars line up. If you're blessed enough to be around when that happens, great. See, I started in this industry at 19. I'm now in my 50s. I was able to be three times the stars align. See, I caught that in '87 when I was a year into the industry. Then I caught the time when the, uh, uh, the mortgage crisis crashed the market. And everybody that was making money in real estate and mortgages that thought they were the kings of the world and they weren't willing to listen to anything because they thought they had the greatest, lost it all. I had a friend of mine, big time, living in a multi-million dollar mansion. He owned 18 properties, lost it all, drives a tow truck today. See, I was able to be here then. And when I saw it, I started running. My little feet start a pattern in YTB. I joined YTB in January of 06. That market crash happened right around that time, somewhere between 06, 08, is when the real estate and a mortgage crisis hit. And I went from me to 2,000 people in that one year period of time. Got my $10,000 bonus in 2007. I joined in January of 2006. In 2007, a year and a half later, At 2,000 people in the downline, promoted a director, and got a $10,000 bonus. Why? Because the stars lined up, I saw it. Somebody said, guess what's happening? I said, I see it, and I started running. And then here I am again for the third time in a lifetime with a pandemic and a market crash. And so, once again, my feet are paddling. Guys, the market is starting to open up. And let me tell you how that helps you now. All the naysayers and doubters are going to start to have hope and confidence again. They're going to start to believe again in travel. And so it's going to make it easier for you to present and close because you don't have to try to convince them something that you don't, to them, know the answer to. We could say travel is coming back all we want, but they were looking at us like, how do you know? You don't run travel. It's a trillion dollar industry. You're a part-time travel guy. What do you know? But see, now, all the places are opening up. All the islands are opening up in, in June and July. Most of the major resorts are opening up either in June or July. The Disneyland's and all those places are opening up in June or July. and so. Everybody who was waiting for a sign. The sign is here now. It's opening up. Now the question is, how much did you do in the two months prior? And if the answer is not much, you got about two or three months to get your feet to moving, to get your butt to running, not to book travel. Some of you are going, oh, they said travel bookings are up. Let me start booking. That's going to be the easy part. Give them time to clean that up. Give them time to create their deals and specials. Give them time to put together their discounts. Give the government's time to subsidize and make the trips half price. Give them time to figure all that crap out that they're going to do to make travel sweet and irresistible again. What you got to do right now is build an army of people to distribute it. You gotta build the biggest distribution network you've ever imagined you could build in your life. Now you go, Chris, but how can I build all that? It's because c- it's not you. Every one of you are one person away from an explosion. You don't need a million people. You need one Nick Pagano. If you could find one Nick Pagano, you're off and running. If you could turn around and find a Chris Coakley and a Nick Pagano, man, you got the start of a great team. Don't don't happen to run across a Scott Tomer. Man, this thing's not what you 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 just met a Lorenzo Ladd. you. See, each one of those people built people who built people who built people who built people that now equates to thousands of people in their career. The person who recruited them only recruited one. You're one person away from an explosion. So don't say to yourself, oh my God, how am I going to get all those people? My mentor taught me seven to 10 key people equals financial independence for the rest of your life. Seven to ten. He didn't say 700 to a thousand. He didn't say 70 to a hundred. He said seven to ten key people. Now you might have to go through a hundred to find seven to ten, but then do it fast. You need to go through a hundred this month. So your seven to ten can start developing, and as travel comes back, those guys are going to explode. And now you have a high six or seven-figure business that'll pay you residual for the rest of your life through every other pandemic, through every other uh market crash, through every other recession, through every other depression, and all the other sources of income shut down, as Nick just talked about your distribution network will keep paying you and provide financial freedom and stability to your family forever. See guys, I don't don't say this to brag or boast, but I prayed every day of how much of a blessing it was that I can be in this house. It's going on three months, and I've maybe left this house five times. Four of them was to go to CVS and get my medication. Once was the first day I got back from Bali to go buy groceries before I discovered Instacart. Once I discovered Instacart, I am the most popular guy for Instacart because I use it probably weekly and no matter how much they charge me and tip, I always tip the people when they get here more. So when my order pops up, they're fighting over who's gonna get the shot for my food and bring it to my house because they know that's the guy that's going to slip me an extra 20 an extra 30 or something because what a blessing to have a business and I know sometimes you guys think we're different than you but we're not we pay ourselves a residual from the business just like you're paid. so when people leave our income goes down too But the bigger you build it, you can take that reduction and still have it be more than most people make a year. And so you can sit here and worry about being safe instead of worrying about starving. I want that for each and every one of you. I don't ever want something like this to put you in a difficult situation. But the only way that you make that happen is you build a business within a business just like the business you're building. So you got to take seriously building a distribution network. And you guys have a mentor who's done it and earned a six-figure income from doing it who brain you can tap on a regular basis who provides this type of training for you on a regular basis. What are you waiting for? You've got exactly the elements you need, the vehicle, the comp plan, and a mentor. If you look at anybody wealthy that says, here's what you need to do to be wealthy, they're gonna say, you need a vehicle that works with a way to get compensated and a mentor. You got it all. So that's the conference call version of Winner's Plan. (laughs) A a little more direct uh, and maybe a little shorter. (laughs) Is is that good, Nick? You got questions? Anything you want me to elaborate on?
0: Yeah, I have a couple questions, Chris, because um, the the key word, and you you talked on the conference call or on Saturday about the perfect storm, right? And normally when we hear the perfect storm, we think of something really bad. But in this case, you're you're saying that the perfect storm could be really good if, right. if you decided to venture out into the storm as opposed to stay doing nothing, right? Right. Um, and o- over the years, you probably have seen dozens, if not hundreds of people that uh, maybe got a slow start in the business and something happened, clicked into their heads, or clicked into their hearts, and then they became the next leader. And I think your point is incredibly well taken. Many people think that you and I have something special. And I, I no offense to you, you might, I, I'm pretty sure I don't. I'm and pretty
1: I, sure I don't either. I've been looking for it, I ain't found it.
0: <laughs> yeah, well. All you need to do is talk to Renee, and I'll talk to Janice. And we, if we think we have something special, we will, we will be we will be humbled quickly. Very. Uh, yep. But for for those that are, for those that you touched tonight, and maybe there's one, maybe there's two, maybe there's twenty two, maybe there's a hundred and twenty two that they say, okay, enough really is enough. Um. You, know, you, you told them, we've got the three elements, we've got a vehicle that'll pay, we've got an industry that's great, we've got mentorship. What should they be doing before the night is over? Or what should they think about doing tomorrow? Or what should they be putting a plan in place to do? Let, let's walk through pragmatic to-do steps. So that we next week when they say, "Hey, did you do this?" They're going to say yes. What do they need to do to get to done?
1: Well, it, it, it's it's what you've always done to the tenth power. The first thing you need to do is is you got to treat yourself like you're absolutely starting over because whatever you did the past don't matter. So the first thing you got to do is set some goals. What are you trying to achieve? Over there? is it a hundred? Is it a hundred people that you need to go through? And so did you make sure that you find your seven to 10 in that group. If that's your goal, set that goal. If it's get the national builder or director, set that goal. Whatever you want to achieve over the next 60 to 90 days, you set that goal with every confidence that it's not just you, but it's that perfect storm. It's the stars lining up. It's that, guys, I guess the greatest example I know of is, is, is Forrest Gump. You know, Forrest Gump made his fortune in shrimping. Now, he never had heard of shrimping until he met Bubba, and Bubba talked to him to death about shrimping and convinced him when they got out of the service, they were going to get a shrimp boat together. Bubba died, as you know the story. Forrest got the shrimp boat, didn't know anything about boating, shrimping, or nothing. The perfect storm came. And because he didn't know what the perfect storm was, He got caught in the storm in the middle of the ocean and almost drowned and died. But every other fisherman that was smart and conservative and thought it through, they tied their shrimp boats up to the docks and went in the house to weather the storm. All their boats were destroyed. And when the storm cleared and the sun came out, there was only one shrimp boat still in business the one that floated out in the ocean through the whole storm and floated back in with Forrest Gump on it. And he went from before the storm, all he caught was inner tubes and cans and old shoes and tires. He couldn't catch no shrimp, didn't know what he was doing, to catching thousands of pounds of shrimp because he was the only shrimp robber. And that's how he became... A multi-millionaire in the shrimp industry and he stuck to his word and gave Bubba's family half the money and he took the other half and he listened to his captain lieutenant Dan who said we need to invest in apples well that's how Forrest heard it he heard apples and he said I don't know why but he wants us to invest in apples but it was Apple computer and he became a billionaire from the millions he made on shrimp but the point was the perfect storm. He worked through the storm when everybody else went home to wait it out. So that's the greatest example of that part I could give. As I was saying, set the goal. After you set the goal, the next step, make the list. What list? List of everybody that you haven't talked to that you know in any state in this country and or any country that we're currently in internationally. Make a list make a list of everybody who you did talk to that didn't join make a list make a list of everybody you talked to who joined but isn't currently active make a list and now take these three or four lists and absolutely flat get after contacting as many as you can a day until you get so tired until you lose your voice till your voice gets forced you need to take that little 20 minute presentation 25 minute presentation we got right now about a business opportunity and you need to give that presentation to every each and every one of them to the people that you haven't ever talked to to the people that you talked to but didn't join it's time to talk to them again because there's the perfect storm it's happening right now it's happening right now I don't want you to miss it because it's happening right now. Why are you calling me again, Chris? You already talked to me about this. Not this, I didn't talk to you about this. This is the perfect storm. It's happening right now. We got a limited window of opportunity. You need to hear me. This is not the same thing I presented to you a year ago. And you need to call every one of those people on every one of those lists and convince them to join, reactivate, re whatever, whatever position they were in when you're done they need to be doing the exact same thing you're doing. They need to set goals. I'm going to run for the, uh, a 25k bonus by getting 100 people in the next 100 days. I'm going to do that. I'm going to become a regional builder. That they need to set the, Then they need to make the list. If they've never been in this business before, then their whole list is people they haven't talked to. In every state or country that we're in. And then you need to get on the line with them, and you need to, get to talk to their first few people and let them see you flip the chart. Then you need to switch it and go, okay, this time you're going to flip it. I got your back. I'm on the line. If you need somebody to answer questions, or back you up. And then you do it that way a couple of times, and now they're on their own, and they say, now you go do that for everybody on your team. You flip the first three, four, five of them. Then you let them flip the next two or three. And by the time you get to their first 10, they should be able to flip it on their own and be confident of what questions they're going to get and how to answer them. And you want to create this is a time in order for you to take advantage of this window you can't do it for everybody you got to create soldiers you got two weeks of boot camp before you come out and you're eligible to go to war you won't know everything but you'll know enough to survive in war you'll know enough to defeat the enemy see that for them it's 10 10 days 12 uh, 14 days two weeks for us I think it's 10 people. If you flip the chart with them with 10 people, you do the first six, let them do the next three or four, but you stay on the line or you be on the zoom. By the 10th person, they should be independent of you and able to flip that chart on their own. And you create soldiers. And that's how you compound and multiply and multiply and multiply. So that before you know it, you got 10 people doing five a day. That's 50 a day. That's 250 a week. That's 1,000 people your team's talking to a month. That's 12,000 people over the course of a year. How many of them are you doing? Five a day. But you've duplicated yourself. Where there's 10 of you doing five a day. Three months from now, there's 50 of you doing five a day. Three months from then, there's doing 500 of you doing five a day that's how it compounds and that's how you end up with something so big that you can sit back like a juliet and say at this point it's taking on a life of its own whether she ever leaves costa rica or not this baby just keeps printing money like a, a a a print machine i mean it just prints and ships her money every month and that's ultimately what we're all fighting for I hope you want to get to a point where you don't have to do nothing but travel the world yourself and enjoy your children and your children's children and your children's children's children for the rest of your life. Who wants to work forever? I don't care how much fun it is. Who wants to work forever? You work for a period of time and then you'll be rich forever. That's what you want to be forever. Wealthy forever, not work forever. So those are the steps, Nick. Set the goal, make the list, flip the chart.
0: Yeah, there's a a couple of uh, great points you made. Um, I do a little training on Thursdays, and I quote both Richard Branson and Warren Buffett. Richard Branson says, there is not one successful business person that has ever achieved anything that can't point to a somewhere along the way. And Warren Buffett says, "If you don't figure out how to make money when you sleep, you will be working until you die." That does, and unfortunately, Chris, as you know, that is three quarters of America that are going to be Absolutely. working until they die. That does not sound like life to me, that sounds not, that doesn't sound like a good strategy, if there's an alternative and we have it.
1: You're right, you're absolutely right. And most people will never know how that feels. But I'm telling you, however great you think it'll feel, it feels that much better. When I was in the financial service industry, I stayed with that company for 20 years before I retired. But I stopped writing, I wrote my last life insurance policy about 10 years in, which means the second 10 years, I never made another sale for 10 years. And I made more money in the last 10 than I made the first 10 when I was out at night going door to house to house, flipping the chart, picking up their policies, analyzing the policy, bringing them back writing a sale, investing a difference in the mutual fund, recruiting them into the business, doing a weekly meeting. For 10 years, 10 years in, I came out of the field and began to live the dream as an example for everybody to see. And I spent the last 10 years there before I retired, never carrying a pen, because I wanted it to be clear, I don't sell anymore. That's what we're working for. So, yep, perfect storm. And some people say, "Well, why does it have to be a storm?" All things grow in disarray. Now, some of you have done farming before. What is it called when you got to turn the land upside down? You run that thing across it, and it kind of flips the soil yeah.
0: over. <laughs> called a tiller okay (laughs) right
1: so so you don't take smooth land that's that that looks great and just start throwing carrot seeds and cabbage and and uh corn and stuff on the top and then squirts of water and wait no the first thing you got to do is tear it up you got to tear that land up you got to run that tiller across it just start flipping it and And before you know it, everything's upside down and turned around and and, and then you start to plant. But first you gotta make it look like a storm came through there to create the most fertile environment for you to plant your seeds to harvest later. Guys, it's, it's always been a storm, different types, but everybody who's crossed millionaire status is because they caught a storm in their industry, and when everybody else went to ride it out, they went to work.
0: Chris, very, very helpful, and uh, it's it's my hope, and I know yours, Chris, that that we reached some people tonight. Some people are going to say, "Okay, let's let's make this happen," because. You know the difference between the the future is the one that you create. Right? It's we have we have that opportunity. Let's take advantage of it.
1: And I know some of you feel like, but but for me to go reckless, abandon right now, I'm going to look crazy. It's a pandemic. It's 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 protesting. It's marching, guys. Everyone who's ever won big has looked crazy. When they didn't, it never made sense to the layman what and why they were doing When Bill Gates said, I'm going to put a computer in every home and the computer was the size of a truck, everybody said, this guy is crazy. Nobody's going to put that big old thing in their house. <coughs> they didn't know a computer would be in your cell phone that you can carry in your hands down the road. So, yeah, some people are going to go, man, you're crazy. Boy, are you. I remember, Nick, when I was building in the first storm and my friends used to say, poor driven little man. That's (laughs) what they used to say. That's what they used to say to me because they would want to go out and party and I would have my suit on going to do Saturday training. And they would go, you work on Saturday too? You got to wear a suit on Saturday? Poor driven little man. And they thought that was a joke. (laughs) And <laughs> not everybody who said that I'm the only one that's not worried right now but I had to endure being teased because I worked through the storm while they played yep time to go to work guys and yep people are going to say you're crazy and you're focused and man and you don't stop and really and you think travel's gonna and yep yep I know it is and you better get in or you're gonna miss it. But I'm not gonna miss it. So tell me yes, tell me no. Tell me fast, because I gotta go to the next person.
0: Well, thank you, Chris. And um we'd love to have you back again. Sure. You've you're always been an awesome leader for us. And I think uh especially in this day and this time, you've you've got a lot of wisdom. So thank you for sharing tonight.
1: Thanks for having me, Nick. Talk to you soon.
0: Great. Have a good one, everybody.